Welcome to the Simple Programmer Podcast. Making complex programming simple and fast. With everything from career advice to philosophy. John Summers will show you everything you need. It's the Simple Programmer Podcast. Welcome to the Simple Programmer Podcast, a short mix of career advice, philosophy, and soft skills from successful author and software developer, John Sonmez. Hey, what's up? John Sonmez here from simpleprogrammer.com. So I got an email today that's a fairly serious email. It's, it's from someone who is struggling with a lot of problems and on a lot of medications. And I wanted to give some advice on this. He, he titled this email, Lost, and I can, I can see why. So I'll just read you the email and then we'll talk about this a little bit here. So this is from Nichlef, Nichlef, Nichlef. I have not heard that name. It's a pretty cool name. Uh, he says, Good day, John. I'm writing this email to ask you for some advice. I have one passion in, in my life, and that is programming. Cool. I had a few, I've had a few challenges on my path to become a software developer, which I've overcome, such as having to drop IT in high school. But I did not let this stop me, and now I am in my second year of software development at university. Okay, cool. A bit of background information. At seven years old, I was diagnosed with ADHD. At eight, I was diagnosed. Diabetes, uh, at eight, I was diagnosed diabetes mellitus type one and was put on insulin injections. I have since then got my blood sugar and weight under control and I was going well for a few years. Then at age 12, my parents went through a divorce and I was diagnosed with major depressive disorder and generalized anxiety disorder after undergoing therapy and psychiatric treatment, including medication. So this is a pretty common thing that happens, right? Unfortunately, it's amazing how many people have, have these conditions, but I won't get into that quite yet. Everything went fine until, from then until late January 16, when I went to the hospital with pain in my legs and back 12 times over three weeks. Wow. Okay, I was told that I had a knee infection 11 times, but on the 12th time I was rushed to the hospital with shortness of breath, swelling in my legs, and pain in my chest, and was diagnosed with, and I'm going to have trouble saying this one, antiphospholipid syndrome with pulmonary embolisms, deep vein thrombosis, and blood clots in my spine, liver, kidneys, and pancreas. Uh, I have been put on painkillers and blood thinners for this. Okay? So, now he says, these days... When I don't take my painkillers, I find walking and standing painful. I don't like taking all this medication as I think it's a crutch and I don't like using crutches. So I have to applaud you for this attitude, okay? I mean, you're, you're, you've got a lot, of, a lot of stuff going on with you and still, you're, you know, you, we've got a similar philosophy in life. I don't like things that are crutches in life. Now, it's a little bit different in this case. I think, you know, there, there's certain times where I wouldn't call some of what you're doing here a crutch, okay? Because you've got you've got some serious issues that have to be i mean like insulin's not a crutch for example right i mean you, you you're type 1 diabetes you got to take insulin injections or you'll die so that's not necessarily a crutch everything every day this is what i have to take according to my doctors and i'll try to read through these it's like concerta nova rapid no novara rapid lantus warfarin clonaxin serdep stilpony 
Tremahexel, Omnipalm, Antavam, Nexium, Stilnox. I'm being given medication to manage the side effects of other medications, which is so common. This is why I don't like psychiatrics, is because oftentimes, uh, and, and this just is one of the problems with modern medicine today, is that we have so many medicines, the pharmaceutical companies make so much money off of prescribing medications because they'd rather fix, they'd rather alleviate the symptoms than fix the problem, right? This is a lot of the problem with medicine today that, and then they have medications to alleviate the symptoms of other medications, which just, it, it really fucks people up. Uh, I've tried being off some of the medications for two months and everything started getting worse. My pain increased, fatigue increased, motivation decreased, and I slept more. I'm at the point where I don't know how to gain control of my body because I feel like I'm completely out of control. I don't drink, smoke, or do recreational drugs. I meditate for an hour every day and work out for an hour and a half. I'm studying full-time and have a full-time software developer job. My current medical bill per month is more than my salary. Luckily, my parents are helping me with paying for medication and studies. I have just lost control and would like some advice on how I can improve myself. Maybe I have overstretched myself, but I need to be busy all the time. Please don't see me as a victim. I'm a survivor. I don't let this stop me. I find a way to succeed, but sometimes I need to get advice or see things from a different perspective. Thanks for your amazing content, advice, YouTube channel, and blog. P.S. You can use my first name, but please keep my last name out of any video. And uh, let me see. If you need any information or would like more information, just ask. So, okay. So this is a tough one, right? So I definitely am against medication, right? I'm definitely against most psychiatric medication, right? Antidepressants, antipsychotics. Well, some antipsychotics are, are necessary, but I, I definitely believe that that mental health issues are way overly diagnosed. I've done, I did a video on ADHD, which you can check out here. I guess probably we should link on this side. And you, you can check out my views on this. And I wrote up a big blog post about on about ADHD, talking about how it's my superpower, right? And, and I've, I've always had this kind of mixed, mixed feelings about it, right? I, I believe that it's, I don't believe it's a real psychiatric condition. I believe that it's a set of a characteristics, a set of characteristics that certain people have in common, right? But but I don't think that it's really a condition in, in many cases, right? I mean, I've been diagnosed with ADHD, obviously, but do I see this as a deficiency or something wrong with me? No, I, I see this as a way that I tend to, some characteristics that I tend to have, some attributes, right? I don't believe there's, because there's no, like, what's the cause of ADHD? There, no one can say. There's not one specific, like, things that are actual diseases or problems with our body or our mind have an actual root cause. And when you can't pinpoint one, right? And it doesn't mean there isn't one, but if you can't explicitly pinpoint one, I, I have to cast some serious doubts on some of those things. So a lot of it with, with depression and general anxiety disorder. Again, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a psychologist. So I can't give you professional advice on this. And I'm certainly not going to tell you to get off your meds. And I'm going to tell you why I'm not going to tell you to get off your meds. Because I don't know what all those things are doing. Okay, honestly, like I'm not a doctor. I don't know what all those things are doing. When someone comes to me and they say, hey, I'm on antidepressants. I'm on, you know, because I have depression. Then I'm, I'm pretty happy to say, get off them. Because <laughs> I, 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 that's generally my stance on that. I know a lot of people don't like that. I know a lot of people disagree with that stance. But I believe that it is a crutch. And I believe that most people, you know, unless you're really severely have something wrong with you, 
that that these medications that they act as crutches and that they propagate the problem they don't solve the problem they, they just treat some of the symptoms and i know some of you don't like that that's fine you can you can have a fucking problem with what i'm saying here but the reality of the situation is that it's far far too overly diagnosed and that just about anyone could be classified as having anxiety disorder having depression having borderline person not borderline personality maybe, well, maybe some i mean a lot of women could could be classified in that category but being bipolar i mean these are like such bullshit things that people come up with and it's easy now I mean, these are one of those things that these are like a lot of people use these as excuses like quality excuses for why they can't do things in life now i really like the fact that this uh that this emailer that he he's not using this as an excuse at all he says i'm not a victim I'm a survivor. I, I totally agree with that. So I want to give some advice around this. So again, I'm going to say don't, I'm not going to say get off your medications because there's a mixing of, of psychological medications and there's health medications, right? I don't know. It's, it's kind of unfortunate that, that you get diagnosed with ADHD and then when you're 12, it's like because of your parents' divorce, you have anxiety disorder and depression. And so now you're on medications for those things, right? And then, you know, there's there's something going on with, you know, I, I'm a little bit skeptical of, of so that the fact that you have, and it, it, it might not be, you know, again, I, I have no medical history, I have no medical opinion on this, right? This is just my layman's, I, you know, thing, but it, it seems really weird that you would have, you know, type one diabetes and then also have this autoimmune disease, or maybe they are connected, maybe they, they go together, but, but maybe also a lot of times doctors do misdiagnose things and that they sometimes just jump straight to the conclusion of, of, of something. So I, I don't know the, the full, full details of that, but here's what I would suggest that you do, okay? I would suggest going and, and separating things out between what are the psychological medications, okay, and what are the physiological ones. So the physiological ones that you need to, like, stay on those, okay, I, that, that's what I, I would say. And I would say go to whoever who's ever prescribing you the psychological ones, your psychiatrist, I would, I would assume, and say, hey, look, I don't want to be on this shit. I don't want to be on this shit. So, you know, if we got to come up with a plan to wean me off of it, whatever it is, right, you know, this way you're doing it under medical supervision, especially when you're drugged up on a lot of drugs, and figure out how you can start eliminating these things as much as possible. And, I, and I'll tell you this, that, and, and, and that's where I would start, right? And, and then I think that you can probably get yourself off of some of the painkillers. I think there's other ways to manage pain. You might want to talk to some holistic medicine doctors that, again, I... I, do, I can't vouch for any, you know, any, any of these things, but there is some evidence that suggests that, you know, some of the holistic doctors would treat that they're not interested in treating the symptoms. They're interested in treating root causes, right? I've had, I have a couple of friends that have undergone some really good physical therapy and treatments for a bunch of things, including GERD, and they've taken somewhat of a holistic approach. I mean, there's a lot of crackpots and a lot of weirdos out there, so I don't want to like steer you in the wrong direction, but I think that that would be something that I would be looking at as well, right? To, to how can I strategically wean myself off of as much stuff as possible? What things are absolutely necessary to keep me alive and which things could be classified as crutches? Now, with that said, Life is going to be difficult. It's not going to be easy to be off of this stuff, right? And that's why I said get off the psychological part of it first, if you can, again, under a doctor's supervision. And, and I'm going to tell you this simply because 
like I said, you've got so much stuff, a lot of things that interact together. You know, you, you really have to be careful here. This is not just like someone that's like, I'm on, you know, Zilloft, and, and I'm like, well, get the fuck off of Zilloft, right? That's, there's, a, <laughs> there's a big difference here between what you've got going on and, and, they, and they would have going on. And so, you know, my ideal, based on what you described, would be, can you be to a place where you're taking the minimum amount of medication that basically keeps you alive, right? And so, but I'll say this, that this path will be very difficult and it'll be extremely hard. And yes, maybe you're gonna be walking around with pain every day. And maybe, you know, some of these things that you're, you're doing to manage the pain or the focus or the concentration, that those things are gonna be challenges for you. But if you tackle these things one at a time, you'll strengthen, right? It's, it's like, to me, I think of it this way, it's like, if you've ever had a cast, like a cast on your leg or a cast on your arm or something, on some part of your body, you you the cast you know it, it keeps you from it can it can let the thing heal right and it can keep you from getting re-injured, but at the point where you take the cast off, you're going to be really weak right. So you're going to have to re-strengthen that. So for example, if you are on ADHD medication and it's helping you to focus right, or even if you're you're not diagnosed with ADHD and some of you are on this stuff right. If it's helping you to focus and you get off of that, it's going to impact you, right? You're going to have to figure out, you know, how to re-strengthen that focus to, to be able to do it on your own, as opposed to having this chemical that's helping your brain to, to do this. Does that make sense? So you're going to have to prepare for these things and it's going to be a struggle. It's going to be a fight. I mean, the fact that you don't have the victim mentality and that you are a survivor tells me that you can you can win this battle if you're if you're willing to fight this battle and i mean from from my perspective if i'm you i'm fighting this battle right it doesn't mean you have to but if i'm you i'm fighting this battle especially when you tell me about your medical bills being more than your salary and all of this stuff i, th I think that's really and you're trying to do something else right you're trying to become a software developer you I said you, you've got a job as a software developer and you're going through university so this is definitely not going to be convenient it's going to be a lot of pain it's going to be a lot of a lot of trouble but I can give you this, I can tell you this, that if you're able to accomplish this, right, if you take on this task and you, if you go down this path, you are gonna develop character. You're gonna develop deep character and grit. I mean, you've already developed deep character and grit, I can tell by what you've gone through in life, right? Adversity often, adversity either crushes people or it, it brings out the best in them. And in your case, I believe it's bringing out the best in you. And that's great. You don't have that victim mentality. It's really, really awesome. But I think your next step is, like I said, is to see what you can what you can live without. How can you reduce as many of these crutches as possible, but don't just quit them all at once, right? I mean, you gotta strengthen these different areas. You're taking off the cast and then you've gotta strengthen this area. And I'm trying to think about how this applies to the general population. I mean, some of you, maybe you're watching this video and you're just entertained by this, but some of you are gonna be on medications and stuff. And so I would say this that, you know, in general, is that sometimes, sometimes you have crutches Sometimes you don't even know what is a crutch and what is not, right? And so it's irresponsible to say that I'm not going to be on any medication at all, right? So, for example, you know, my mom has Parkinson's disease, and it's it's very unfortunate, and you know, it's it's very sad disease. But she she's often told me that she doesn't want to be on all these medications, but she needs to be on them, right? I mean, she's got to, otherwise she won't be able to function at all, right? And so it's like. There's no guilt there in the case where you have to be on this, otherwise you're really not going to be able to function. And so I would tell you, you know, free yourself from that guilt, right? But just take a pragmatic and practical approach. If you want to be strong, if you want to build your character, if you really want to become the kind of overcomer type of person 
that that you're capable of if you want to expand your your potential to to as much as as possible then you're going to have to you know start to figure out what are the necessities and what are the the things that are assisting you right again you know you could say that that a wheelchair is a crutch for someone that can't walk you could say that you could have that perspective but that's not a really good perspective right because it's 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 not pragmatic right yes the wheelchair is is something artificial that you know you could crawl around on your arms right but but it doesn't make sense you know in the case you have type 1 diabetes if you don't take insulin injections you will literally die like so don't worry about those things but what things can you eliminate what things you know are possible to eliminate and 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 do that systematically right and just know that the path is going to be hard and the reward for that is going to be that you're going to de develop in, in character and so I, I would say that you know again to, to all of you out there that are are listening and, and trying to figure out how this applies to your life where it applies to your life is that, you know, this this is a real good, this, this is an example of really good excuses. This is an example of really good reasons to not succeed in life. But but this person emailing, emailing me, he's succeeding anyway, right? But you've got a bunch of crutches in your life, right? That are not really good reasons, right? You, you've got a lot of stories and reasons that you've made up in your, in your head for why you do things or why you can't do things, right? And so, and you're, and you're using some crutches, right? We all use some, some amount of crutches in our lives, but it's time to eliminate those things, right? It's time to let go of, of the help. You don't always need the help. You don't always need the hand, right? When, when you break your arm, you need a cast on that arm in order for it to heal. But you can't keep the cast forever. You can't use the cast to protect you from any damage ever happening to that arm again. And I think a lot of, a lot of people, what they do is they end up, they get damaged in some way, okay, and they have something, or they need something to get them through. I mean, sometimes painkillers, I hardly ever take painkillers, but every once in a while I do, you know, I do. I, I've gone through surgeries and not taking painkillers afterwards, but there are some times when you, when you need it, right? When I, but when I do go through, <laughs> I've gone through a surgery, I didn't, I didn't say, hey, don't knock me out, right? I, <laughs> I, I took the local anesthetic and the, and the general anesthetic, right? I, I'm, not, I'm not stupid, okay? So, but you can't stay under the whole, your whole life, right? The same thing, you can't wear the cast your whole life. So when you're in a very weak moment, maybe you need something, maybe you need a crutch to help you get through, but eventually you need to grow stronger than that crutch. Eventually you need to take off the cast and you need to strengthen yourself. And, and that's, that's what's gonna carry you through life. So yeah, I think that's all I have to say on that. I mean, this is one of those things where I, it, it's really hard, it's really difficult for me to give advice here because I'm not a doctor because I don't know how the, all these medications interact. I, I can just say that you know, from my perspective, if you can eliminate as much as possible to be able to stand as much as you can on your own two feet, that's, that's where I would go. But at the same time, you cannot, you cannot feel guilty about the stuff that you have to take. I mean, you were just, you just had a hand of cards that was dealt to you, right? I'm not going to say a shitty hand of cards because other people have had shittier. It's all relative, right? I mean, it, to some degree, this adversity has made you the kind of person that doesn't appreciate the victim mindset. It has, has made you stronger because of that. And there's probably a lot of benefits that you've gained by the, by some of the things that you, that have been wrong with your body, right? But don't hold yourself accountable. Don't, don't feel guilty and like, you know, you got to take insulin injections or if you do have an autoimmune disease, which, you know, maybe get a second opinion to make sure that that is the case. If you've got to take something that's going to suppress your immune system so it doesn't attack itself and you've got to take some other medications in, in addition to that because of the side effects of that and that's all required so that you can live, you can't, you know, 
you can't blame anyone for it. I don't, I don't think you're blaming God. I, I, don't, I don't see that in, the, in this email. A lot of people would be in that position, but you can't blame yourself either. And you can't feel like this is a crutch or a handicap to you. I mean, it's, I love that you've, you've taken my advice that you, you don't want crutches. I, I totally agree with that. I love that you don't have the victim mindset and mentality, but you got to understand that, you know, life isn't perfect and you, and you can't, you will need some, everyone needs some kind of assistance in life, some kind of help. As, I mean, we should stand on our own two feet as much as we can and be as self-reliant as possible, but there is a limit. There is a point, right, where, where you can't, where you do need help, right? I mean, if you just imagine this, if you were a paraplegic, right? If, if you got in a car accident and you lost the ability to move, you know, let's say from your, your waist down or, you know, to, or to move your limbs, you would need someone's help. You would need someone's help or you would die. Like you would honestly need to have someone to, you know, push you around, put you and take care of you and bathe you and all of these things. And, and the reason why I'm saying that is because if you, if you can't recognize that you know the, the pragmatic view of this if you can't recognize that we all need some amount of assistance in life then if something like that happens to you if you do need to rely on someone else from a time and we all do at some times in our life then you're going to feel like you're invalid you're going to feel like you don't belong and that you have no purpose or value in life and so it's it's not it's not, it's not about what you can do it's about it's about how much you maximize your own potential. And we all have different potentials. If you're a paraplegic and you're in a wheelchair and you cannot move your limbs, your potential is different than my potential. So your, your definition of using crutches is different than mine, right? Because w what is it that you can do? How self-reliant can you be to your maximum, right? If I have full function of my body and my legs and everything, and I choose to ride around Walmart in a fucking scooter because I'm a fat ass, okay? That that's 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 a fucking crutch. That's horrible. That's bad. That's I need to change my life. But if it's if it's something that you can't control and you need someone's help, don't be afraid to ask for the help. Don't be ashamed of the help. You know what I mean? Like this is this is not the same thing. So again, like I said, I appreciate you taking my message to heart. I appreciate your viewpoint on this. I wish I could help you more. I wish I could offer you more. But all I can say is that it's a hard road. Uh, you're gonna have a hard road ahead of you. But you already know that there's some benefits from that that you've gained. Obviously, your character is is solid, uh, but there's more. There's more, and and a lot of that will come from you just figuring out what. And, and it's it's going to be up to you. It's going to be up to your doctors. You're going to have to decide and work this out and decide what things are necessary for your survival and what things aren't and which things can you you know pragmatically right. But there should be no guilt in this process, right? It's it's totally different than a person that tries to blame all their problems on someone else and says they need medication and that's the only way they're going to fix their life and, and all this. It's totally different in this case, right? So you're not using this as an excuse. I don't see you using this as an excuse. Whereas someone uses an even smaller problem that they have as an excuse for why they can't succeed in life. All right. This was a really long video with, 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 I hope that there was something useful for you guys. If not, you know, thanks for, for bearing with me. But I felt when I saw this email, I felt compelled that I need to answer this because I, 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 I love the, the heart of, of this, this man that has, has written me and, and, and that he will not accept this victim mentality, that he does not want to have crutches. So many people, I, I think at, at the very least, this is inspiring to, if, if you can, if you can relate to this. And, and see that your your excuses are not as good as this gentleman's excuses. All right, that's all I got for you today. If you like this video, if you haven't subscribed already, I say it all the time, but click that subscribe button below and click the bell to make sure you don't miss any videos. I'll talk to you next time.
Hey, what's up? John here. Just wanted to make sure you aren't missing out. Only about half the content I put out is on this podcast. This podcast is created mostly from the audio from the YouTube videos I put out daily. When you get a chance, head on over to youtube.com forward slash simple programmer and click the subscribe button to get access to two to three new videos every day. Even if you prefer the audio format, make sure you subscribe at youtube.com forward slash simple programmer so you can check out what you might be missing.